Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of The Good Improv Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. We're going to be making up some comedy sketches off the top of our heads based on a simple little inspiration. And how are we getting that inspiration today, guys? Well, today we're going to be using some books. We just learned to read, so we're very proud of ourselves, and we'd like to show it off to people. Should be a lot of fun, so stay tuned. So I'm going to pick a number, and we're going to turn to that page in the book. Is that how this is going to work? Sure. I'm going to pick the number 33. Okay, I'm looking for that. Justin, you mentioned that we just learned to read, but numbers are still a little bit sketchy, well, so just give me a second just, here. Yeah. Do your best. I'm going to start reading now. From page 33 of London Encounter by Lonely Planet. May, Chelsea Flowers Show. Not just for grannies, the world's most renowned horticultural show brings celebrity gardeners and expensive displays to the Royal Hospital, Chelsea. I know that we have lost every year at the flower show. We try our best, we try to make a good garden, but every year we lose. I think I found a way to win this year, guys. I have found these plants. They grow so fast. They're amazing. They have these beautiful, bright yellow flowers. Just these beautiful, bright yellow flowers. And if you leave them long enough, they transform into this cool, fuzzy, round, puffy flower. And you blow on it and they float away. All the little puffs float away. I think if we get a hold of these things, we're a cinch to win. And they're so easy. There was one growing out the crack in my sidewalk outside. I mean, we can't get our roses to live, but the crack of our sidewalk... This flower's growing. That's a flower that survives. That frankly sounds like a flower you're making up. No, because, I'm telling you. Well, but listen here, okay? A flower that transforms. It does. That sounds like the most amazing flower that I personally have ever heard of. It is. And what color is the yellow? Super bright? Like a super bright yellow. Again. Like a blinding sun yellow. You're describing like a fantasy flower to me and expecting me to just believe it's real. Yeah, I don't get how everyone doesn't have this flower in their garden. It is that amazing. It is so bright and so vibrant. And if you cut the stem, there's this weird kind of gooey, sticky, it looks like glue inside. And so we could use that to glue bits to our display too. So it comes with its own glue, you guys. Did I describe the dream that I had to you guys? What's going on here? Next you'll be telling me you can make some sort of wine out of this flower and turn it into an elixir that you can drink. I don't mean to be telling stories, but um, I tried some of the leaves. They were so, so bitter, like so bitter. But guys, I thought, you know what? Maybe I can cut the bitterness down. So I got myself strawberries and some bacon, made a dressing, and it was actually really, really good. Some hard-boiled eggs in it. It was really tasty. Hold on. So now what you're saying is that this thing had incredibly bitter leaves? Yep. Check. And when combined with strawberries and bacon, it tastes delicious? Yep. Uh Check. This is clearly the dream that I had Described back to me. You, you You're have... making up some kind of fantasy flower here to try to give us hope. That's what's so cruel about I'm this. Telling you these Justin, things... this is cruel. This is cruel to try to bring this to Jordan and I. When we've lost this competition many, many years in a row. Many years. The first year, we brought a bush. Didn't really realize it was a flower show. Okay, fair that's, enough. That's, a, that's an honest mistake. Honest mistake. We tried a hedge. Not far enough apart from a bush. Well, then there was that year that we brought just paintings of flowers. 
What do these judges want? Yeah, I mean, you can't get more flowery than that. I tried bringing a bag of flour. Remember the muffins we made with that? I think we should have won that. But no one else made muffins with their flowers. So I'm sorry to get sharp with you there, Justin. It's just that after all these disappointments we've had, we can't just pin our hopes on this pie in the sky. I'm, yeah, this fancy, fancy cat. flower that you're just. I'm telling you, they're real. It was growing out of the crack of my sidewalk. That's what made me stop. I mean, how is that happening? We can't get a flower to live in like all the dirt in the world out of the crack of my sidewalk. This flower was growing. And then they were everywhere. There's a whole field of them. Is this supposed to be like a parody of the time when we accidentally used cement dust instead of dirt to try to grow our flowers for this competition? Is that like, is that what that's supposed to be? I don't even know where you got cement dust, by the way. I just want to point that out. How do they sell cement dust? They don't. I took a sledgehammer to the sidewalk in front of my house. How long did I you pound that I thought we needed for? it for the competition. Ugh. They're all over my neighbor's yard, okay? And the neighbor next to him seems really mad about it. I don't know why. Maybe because he's jealous that his garden doesn't look like that. Because he has tulips and roses and all that stuff, you know. And some of these flowers started growing in the tulip guy's garden. And he was really pissed about it. I'm like, hey, buddy, you got a free flower. You didn't even have to plant that. That's the other thing. You don't even have to plant it. They plant themselves somehow. This is ridiculous. It's a miracle Justin. flower. Oh, I suppose I could just pick it out of the ground and blow it away. And I just get wishes when granted puffy, to warm me. Guys, you don't believe me? We've gotten our hopes up so many times for this competition. And every single time it's ended in tragedy, right? The personal tragedy of us losing, I mean. I'm here at the hospital because I decided that this body shouldn't just be for grannies anymore. And I also want to open up my dating pool to, you know, people who are in the hospital, people who are injured, people who are ill. I, for one, am glad. I'm really tired of you coming over and having sex with my grandmother. It's disturbing. Oh, I will continue having sex with your grandmother. Oh, I said not just for grannies anymore. So you're going to go have sex with injured people in the hospital? All right, folks, I'm done looking at my chart here. I can join you again. This is my friend Jordan. He'd like to volunteer at your hospital. Yeah. I've been sleeping with a lot of grandmothers mm -hmm. because they're close to death, you see. And so I sure. figure that I should also be open to sleeping with people who are injured, people who are sick, people who are also near death, much like grandmothers. Do you have any people that are actually dying? They could use a pick-me-up. I mean, we have a lot of people who are dying at this hospital. Do you think any of them would be open to having sex or be cheered up by it? Or do you think it'll just be a weird thing? Have I introduced you, doctor? This is Justin. I'm having sex with his grandmother. Yeah. He also doesn't have a car, so I drove Justin, good to meet you. Thank you. Thank good you. to meet you. He had finished having sex with my grandmother, and then he needed a lift, so I thought I'd drive him down to the hospital. Well, if he was already at your house anyway. I just want to make sure I'm disease-free if I'm going to be having sex with. Oh, that won't be necessary. We have, as you said, people are dying in this hospital all the time, so the disease aspect is not going to be an yeah, issue. what are they going to do, catch more? Hold on. I don't plan on dying, so I don't want to catch any sort of deadly disease. You know, I want to be out there living it up. All right. Well, let's notate that in your file here. Is there like a hazmat suit or something? You could have sex with them in that. It's not very erotic. Sounds I like you have some experience in this area, doctor. We've been pretty swamped with these kind of cases recently, and you're the first applicant that's come in for this position. So, yeah, I have to pick up a little extra slack around the hospital and have sex with a few dying patients, and that's what it means. When you're the administrator of a hospital, you pick up any slack that is around. Wow.
I didn't know your job was that all-encompassing. It is. You must be thankful that he's here volunteering. I'm incredibly thankful. I'm a bit disappointed about his aversion to disease, but we can work with that. Now, Justin, what about you? I know we've just met, but would you perhaps like to have sex with some grandmothers? I, uh, I mean... The I hospital could really use your help on this one. I'm, I'm just a little, little shy. I mean, I've, I'm just not the, that kind of... You know, well, let me ease your mind. A lot of our more dying patients have gone blind from their illnesses. Oh, so they wouldn't see me? No, they wouldn't see you. Oh, they're not like deaf as well, because I wouldn't want to terrify someone. I mean, I'm just no, no, of this course not. Wouldn't know what was happening to them. Of course not. They're... I'd like someone that you could ex- explain what's happening to Absolutely. them. Absolutely, they wanna... would expect a lot of dirty talk as well. Yeah, okay. on account of the of fact the that they can't see. Now, so their other senses are heightened. So dirty talk to them is like see, does that that lead stripping to a, almost for that one of leads us to a problem though? Uh, because have they been blind their entire lives? Because I don't know. Like, if I dirty talk, usually, like, if I dirty talk, it's, like, describing things. But if they haven't seen the thing, then I'd have to describe what the thing looks like to a person who's never seen a thing. It's like that that story, the cathedral, where the guy draws the cathedral for the blind guy. and he, Like, I don't want to... These are all very important details, gentlemen. Seems like a but long process. The Price is Right is ending in about five minutes, so my cell phone's going to start, you know, getting busy. Yeah, he's got to have sex with some... some I see, people. I see. Playing hardball because you know we need the people, are you? Well, let me sweeten the deal then. I'll allow both of you to have sex with my grandmother and great-grandmother. First of all, congratulations, your great-grandmother is still alive. Congratulate her. She's That's barely cool. hanging on. I, I'm not really into the having the sex with the old people. I mean, that's his oh? thing. He was just in my house. Oh, for you, it's more the injured and the diseased, I understand. It's more the injured and the diseased, I understand. not just the injured and the diseased. I mean, I just... You say this as if I'm some lowly, disgusting person for doing this. Let me tell you, I live a fulfilling life. The people I, you know, spread love around with live a fulfilling life. Well, the end of a fulfilling life, but yeah. This Sounds is about, like Jordan's doing his part for his community. It's about, yeah, relationships, man. It's about love. Look, as the administrator of this hospital... I can't officially take a position, but Justin, I think the fact that you haven't had sex with any grandmothers is frankly disgusting. Well, come on. I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm just shy. I'm not that, you know, I have trouble picking up women, let alone grandmothers. And we don't have a lot of con common. I mean, I, I, I try to start up a conversation with them like, hey, how, what, what podcast do you listen to? And they, they, they look at me like I'm insane. They don't know what I'm talking about. You gotta get with the times, man. I am with the times. They're the ones that aren't with the times. He means you've got to get back to what their time is. You've got to oh. get with their time. So what, do I just start making conversation like, hey, uh, Benny Goodman was pretty cool? Like there that kind you of go. Stuff? Yeah. All right. Hi, have seen any Boris Karloff movies lately? Like that kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Well, maybe. Yeah, you're sweet could... talking. Yeah. I, well, I... I mean, do you have only old, or is there, like, infirmed here? Well, a lot of the dying patients we have here are older, but some of them are diseased and injured, as I said. I'll take an injured one. I'll tell you what. We have a recent car crash victim who's come through, Mm -hmm. hanging on by just a thread. I think having sex with you would be a really nice send-off. Yeah, just kind of a highlight at the end there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess that's a nice thing to do for someone. I guess I could do that. And Jordan, since you're against diseases and you really like the old people already, I'd like to put you on the elderly ward so you can have some sex with some grandmothers, some super grandmothers, and some ladies who are, quite frankly, we are surprised still living. 
during I'm not going to like lean on a hose and pull something out of them. Am I that, that they require like I that don't is wanna... a form we fill out. That won't be a problem one okay. way or the other. Yeah, I just don't want to have to worry about like all these machines going off. Wouldn't want anything to distract from my performance. Thanks for driving me here, by the way. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for sticking it out in this crochet program. I just want you to know that, hey, it's cool. Crochet is not just for grannies, all right? You can also make cool functional stuff like coasters. I was thinking maybe I could crochet like a, a jacket. Oh. Yeah. I'm in a gang, and we all have jackets, right? We all have leather jackets with our gang colors on them. Mine got ripped in a fight a little while ago, so I thought I'd crochet a new jacket for me to wear in my gang. That sounds comfortable. Yeah. I think your jacket prototype looks great. And if you ask me, I think you could probably crochet a pair of pants to go with it. Yeah, you think? Well, I don't know if I'm ready for that, man. And I think this hat that I crocheted for you would bring it all together. <laughs> oh, look at this. Che- oh, Check God. this out. For God's sake. Justin, can uh, I talk to you for just one second? Hat. Just one second. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. Just one second. Yeah. I like the stuff you crochet, okay? Thanks, man. I, personally, personally, I like them. Yeah. You know, it's just that we're seeing an increase in stabbings to our gang members since uh, they've started wearing all the crocheted stuff. You know? Well, that could a be, real increase. That could be unrelated. Marked increase. That could be an unrelated coincidence, man. Well, it just seems that every new member that you crochet a jacket for ends up being stabbed the very night they start wearing that jacket. So after a while, you have to say, is it a coincidence? So you're saying you don't like jackets that I make? No, I like them a lot. Is that why you're not wearing it? Because you don't like it? I just didn't want to be stabbed, okay? I didn't leave it at home. I didn't forget it in the wash. I didn't forget it when I went on vacation, okay? I don't want to get stabbed. What if I start crocheting really thick jackets that that will help stop stabbings, like like stab-proof crocheted jackets? You put enough layers on. I think that's beyond the scope of this program, all right? I, well, you put enough layers on, right? Like just, just, I just have to sew like a bunch of jackets together. We can't operate with all of our gang members sweating it up under a hundred crocheted jackets. Now let's go back to the class before we start making a scene, all right? All right. We cut forward two weeks. And as the chief of police, we're happy to announce this partnership. Jackets that each and every one of our officers will wear moving forward as we've partnered with his former gang member justin yeah i just like to say that you know uh you pigs are all right and um i know we've had our differences in the past but i just i i love crochet i just want a chance to make my art and stop people being stabbed because since my friend dan died in that horrible stabbing when he was wearing the jacket i crocheted for him i just I just wanted to make a difference. Let's go with page 218. Oh, good page. Good page. Page 218 of London Encounter by Lonely Planet. Getting around. Despite its somewhat decrepit state, the underground, or tube, is still the best way to traverse this enormous city because it avoids road traffic and so is usually faster than anything else. For up-to-the-moment news on how services are running, call Travel Check. In this book, the nearest tube station is noted with the tube logo in each listing. I know you're all concerned about our new underground train system, specifically how we're going to power it. 
I, too, was worried about that. We, of course, built the train. We built the tunnels. Powering was the last problem we had to solve. And I was at an arcade the other day, and I saw this game called Pinball. And then it hit me. Giant Spring. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we're just going to have our lovely spokesperson, Klondike Kate here, pull back the giant lever and launch our first train through our tunnel system. Uh, but first, we'll take any questions. Well, yeah, I, I got a question. Yes, you there. Yeah, I came here because somebody told me that they were going to run a train, and I was hoping it was going to be on lovely Kate there. Oh, hey, no, well, why that? well, that's uncalled for, sir. We're just talking about catapulting a passenger train through underground tunnels. Follow-up question? Yes. Where does the line for the train begin? No, it's not. No one's running a train on Klondike Kate. She is a beloved mascot. Question, question here. Question. Okay, all, all right. You and then you. Kate, what? let's do this. What's going on? Okay, she's just here to pull the lever to activate the spring that launches the train through the tunnel. Okay, okay. I get it. Where is the girl we're running the train on then? Okay, maybe you guys misunderstood. This is a train to transport people underground through our lovely city. You want to keep this underground. I got a question. Yes. Questions for Kate. Kate, uh, I got a lever you can pull. No, no, no. You do not have to pull that, Kate. You do not have to pull that lever. I have a question for Kate as well. Okay. You ever had a train end. run on you before? Yeah, look, leave Kate alone. This is not what this is about. This is about public transportation. I don't want this to turn into some sort of weird sex thing. Doesn't have to be weird. Let's just get it going. Yeah. Kate is just here to pull the lever to activate the train. Ah, oh, you hear that, bro? She's pulling the lever. Does ah. anyone have any questions about public transportation and, and what this, like, maybe what it costs, like what the benefits are? I, I, couple of questions over here. Yeah, you, you, sir. Uh, me and my crew were running a train on this girl on public transportation this one time, and the driver kicked us off. Anything we can uh, do to be compensated well, for that? No, no, you can't just run a train on someone on on public transportation. That's, it's, yes, you. Yeah, I got a question. Is this where we come to uh, run a train on that girl? No, look, no one's running a train on anyone. Did we're I miss that part? We're just running. Not yet, it hasn't no. started. We're just, we're just launching our new transit system. Uh, sorry, quick question. You're not the one we're running a train on, right? Because no I might have come in here for that. I'm anybody. sorry. I, nothing is, wrong with it. I'm just saying I'm not here for it. Just announcing our new... Kate, pull the damn lever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Woo. 59. 59's a number. Prove me wrong. You can't. Page 59 from London Encounter by Lonely Planet. Play Astoria. People love this large, dark, sweaty venue despite all its faults, and when possible redevelopment plans came to light, punters were outraged. The place hosts many regular gay nights, especially on Saturday, as well as indie gigs. We've been running this bar for a long time together, you know? Mm, yeah, there's been some good times. I think it's time we just admit to ourselves that we run a gay bar. Can we just what? admit that? I'm. How do you mean? Well, okay. Are you sure? I, yes, I'm totally 100% positive. I thought this was like a sports bar. Right. Okay, yes. When we initially started this thing, yes, sports bar seemed to be the way it was going, uh -huh, right? Yeah, yeah. Over the years, you've probably noticed I've made several subtle tweaks to the bar. They've taken it more away from the sports bar vision and more towards the gay bar it's sort totally of thing. It's totally a sports bar. Everyone who comes in here is fit 
and athletic. Yes. Right? Yes. Fit, athletic men coming in here. There, If that's not sporty, I don't know what is. That's that's sporty. All of our waiters, servers, are dressed like referees. Yeah, right? Tight, tight shirts. Tight, tight, tight T-shirts on all of our servers. And the really short shorts as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, you know. Gonna be, you know, keep cool when you're out there refereeing a game. You know, there's that guy dancing, blowing that whistle. He was dancing up a storm, blowing that whistle. Tweet, 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 tweet. Well, that's tweet, the other tweet, thing, tweet, the music, right? Yeah. How many goals do you think our team scores during the course of the year? Uh, it wouldn't be enough to sustain the I amount of techno music that I plays just in this club. They were, they were on a run. I haven't had time to watch any games. I've been too busy running. Running the bar. bar. I understand that completely. All right. Okay. Now, if it, if we are running not a sports bar, then explain to me why the other day we had guys wrestling in here, right? There was guys on the dance floor. They were wrestling and everyone was cheering them on, on all sides. These two just fine specimens of athletic manliness, just grappling in the middle of the dance floor. Listen, I understand that if you were looking down from our office on the scene, Mm -hmm. it would look like two... Adonises with oiled up bodies. Oh, they were. Besting one another in competition. Yeah, I understand that. more manly than that. But on the ground, those men were hugging one another. Are you sure we're not a sports bar? We haven't been a sports bar for many years, guys. Okay? We don't show any sports on our screen. It's all European music videos. You hadn't yeah, noticed this? Yeah, well, no. Yeah. Yeah. There's a drag race show that uh, I hear that everyone's watching. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's that's a sports show, isn't I it? understand that sounds like sports. Drag racing is a sport? In a manner of speaking, I suppose. Now, I know we're a sports bar, and I will prove it to you, because at the wee hours of the morning, 2 a.m., when everybody is watching sports, I saw two guys in the bathroom, and there was a third guy betting on how many testicles the one guy could fit in his mouth. Gambling. gambling. And if I were a betting man, I'd bet that this here was a sports bar. That's right. And I would bet that that guy could have fit another testicle in his mouth. Well, uh, that's just it, right? Like one of the tricks to realizing that it might have been more of a gay bar situation than a sports bar situation was the fact that there was going to be testicles going into someone's mouth, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I I don't gamble, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just it's I I don't see. We how. had a floated pride last year. Well, yeah, because we were proud of being a, a cool sports bar. Yeah, it's bar pride. Yeah, bar pride. You know, it's about time that sports and sport enthusiasts have been allowed to show that they're proud of their sports. There's been literally no way for them to do that before this point. And I thought this parade was an opportunity to show that I was proud of being a sports fan. Yeah, people shouldn't have to be in fear walking down the street wearing their favorite jersey. Yeah, exactly. Sports fans have been too quiet for too long. And this parade was an ample opportunity for us to show that. That's why I hired all those dancers, those fit dancers, dressed in the most manly profession possible, firemen. Dancing on our float. And you should have heard the sports fans cheering for them. They were spraying each other with water, which is what firemen do to put out fires. Jordan, I introduced you to your husband here on singles night. What I hear uh, that people like about our club, which surprised me, is that it's sweaty. We're going to crank up the heat in here, make kind of like a Vikram yoga kind of uh, level of heat and uh, just get a bunch of people in here dancing. No water. Going to give none of them water. 
and uh, yeah, up the sweat. You know, really, really sweat this club up. Hey, hey, boss. Yeah, Dan here, one hey, of your Dan. lowly yep. employees. Yep. You know full well I love this plan as I love all ideas you bring forth. Of course. But and I hate to be the one who tattletales on my fellow employees. No, that's not, I approve of that. But I saw Jordan in the break room with a rag mopping the sweat from his Jordan? own brow. Jordan, are you mopping your sweat up? Jordan, we know you need that on you. It people is like the sweat. Very humid in here. Well, that's the idea, Jordan. We want sweat. We want people sweating. I don't like it when I, the sweat gets into my eyes. Bodies sweating together, dancing and having fun, Jordan. It's, sweat equals fun. It's not fun when my eyes sting. It makes it hard for me to navigate Look, this large, dark, sweaty space. Jordan, Jordan, I just need you to calm down, okay? Here, here, have a cup of sweat. Uh, boss? Yes. When you first mentioned that you were thinking of converting the club into a more sweaty club, obviously I loved it because you're wonderful. Thank you. But you know what I did? Mm -hmm. I went out there and I raised my blood pressure up real high. I went to the doctor. He said, take these pills. It'll lower it and you won't get sweaty just kind of standing there anymore. I said, no way. I like the way you think, Dan. No way. Jordan, you could learn a lot from Dan. He's taking this sweating idea to do like 110%. Excuse me. I just have a drink. I just don't think that more sweating is a good thing for a club. It's slippery. You're drinking sweat. People oh. are sweating. Somebody's going to slip on a pool of sweat. That's what we want. We want people sliding around. That's what people want. Sliding around with other sweaty people. Just drinking sweat, breathing in sweat, just being sweaty. This is going to be the sweatiest location. Hey, boss. Yes, yes, Dan. He remembered mine. Okay. Um, I just wanted to put forth an idea, and if you don't like it, that's fine. You, f you feel free to strike it down or strike me in or whatever you need to do. All right, yeah. What if we all uh, had to come into work by bicycle? Because by the time we got here, we'd be all really all sweaty, you know, sweated up, up already, get started. Shift. You I should like come that. to work ready, you know? You should I be there like ready that. to go. You know what? I like that. I like that. I'm going to up it. I'm going to up that idea because that's what makes a good boss. He takes ideas, takes credit for those ideas, just tweaking them a bit on bicycles. But I want you all to wear garbage bags. So you, as much sweat as possible gets generated. So you can come in here, take the garbage bags off. You're ready. You're sweat machines. That's what the kids want. That's what the people want. I usually arrive by car and, you know, I like to keep my car nice and air conditioned. But see, Jordan, again, you're just you're just missing the whole boss thing here. Boss, I, I hate to tattle on Jordan one more time. No, please, please do. The other day I saw him in the break room. And you know how when I lift my arms up, you can like see the sweat stains under my... I love that. Right. I love that. Well, I saw Jordan taking his work shirt and just pouring some water on underneath the armpit so it would look like he was sweating. Jordan, is this true? Did and you... then the worst part happened was that I saw him using antiperspirant. Jordan, did you bring water in here? To put on your shirt, Jordan? You I know did. I don't like water in here. Jordan, I haven't peed in four weeks, Jordan. I was... It's all going to sweat. I was born without sweat glands. There, I said it. I'm incapable of sweating. My family was forced to leave Scotland because we couldn't sweat. And so I splashed water on my pits. And I've dabbed water on my brow. Which is what I was actually doing. I was trying to put sweat on instead of cleaning it off. Oh, you know what? Your story's touched me. I'm making you assistant manager. Assistant manager? Dan, get this man a cup of sweat. That's the right call.
we close the book on this very special episode of The Good Improv Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our book inspiration episode. Please uh, check us out on goodimprov.com or all our social media at, at goodimprov. Let's hit that little subscribe button and let people know about us. It's the only way that we can grow is through your kind support. We really appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>